Welcome to Let's Get Dumb, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, and comedian Jonah Jerkins like to ask dumb questions, tell dumb stories, and just have a dumb old time with you. Jonah, how the fuck are you, my friend? Joe, I'm fucking great. Thank you for adding that on that. Uh, we had the Super Bowl yesterday. We had a good time. You and I hung out. We did, For man. the Super Bowl. I made some bets. I broke even, but I made some bets. Didn't lose anything. <laughs> That's what matters most, Yeah, I feel like, because you got to factor in the time you spent, and if you had a good time and you broke even, you really came out ahead. I had a great time. And even if you lose some money, but you have a great time, then it's kind of like breaking even. Right. Right? Because you, you know, you're having a good time. You have a good time. And time is the most valuable of all currency. You bet. You won. I did bet. You no, I did not win. Uh, I broke even. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. I wanted to um, talk to the, the listeners and, and uh -huh. be grateful to them and tell them thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Well, you mentioned, yeah. though, that we hung out. I'm wondering, yo, listeners, do you assume that we hang out outside <laughs> of this podcast or that we are just doing a podcast together and we go our separate ways? I think they assume that we hit each other outside of the podcast. Hit? Like we're fucking striking each yeah, other? Yeah, striking each other. Well, then why aren't we coming in with bruised up faces? Because we hit each other in the chest because we know that we're going to see our faces. Keep the moneymaker looking good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're like, um, <laughs> like we're in an abusive relationship, so we know to hit, hit in the chest, not in the face. All right, that's that's smart. Yeah, you gotta hide those bruises. Gotta hide the bruises. Yeah, you know I man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you roll those sleeves up any further, you're gonna see some of those fucking. Yeah, you grab my grab you by the elbow, going, you fucking come with me right now. I know. Now. Yeah, you see that a lot. How'd you spell come when you said that? C O M. -E? Okay, I spelled C U M when you said it. <laughs> by the way, are you going off of the misspelling mistakes we talked about before the podcast started? <laughs> a little bit, but no, it's like a little. It's not funny, but it's funny to me. Where it's like when anybody says, whenever I say come, I always spell it C U M in my head. So if I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come over there. It's like I'm coming over there. Like in my head, it's very funny. Well, as comedians, we often have to do a lot of promo. So it's never gotten a laugh. Never once? No. But I was going to say, like for a lot of comedy shows that we have to promote, it gets tiring to be like, come on out tonight. Come on out. So sometimes mm -hmm. I'll throw in a little C-U-M out uh, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I know about you, you're throwing C-U-M everywhere. Me? I'd like to spray. <laughs> you're yeah, a sprayer? I'm no, we're talking about six again. Jesus Christ. We are. We, well, that's Jonah. On me. That one's on <laughs> that me. One that one you got to take the blame yeah, for. I, that's my, that's my Shoulder fault. Shoulder it, my friend. Um, yeah, so yeah, we, we'll, we'll, get, we'll talk about the Super Bowl and everything like that because that was just last night and this podcast was coming out on Wednesday, so a couple days for you guys, of yeah. course. Uh, we also have some other fun shit we want to get into, of course, but I do like the idea of... so. People who watch and listen to the podcast right. wondering how much are these two hang out at off camera, yeah, off mic. We do hang out a lot. A because lot. let me ask you this, Jonah. Here's this was the question I was going for. Yeah. When you watch a TV show, do I think about you all the time? Thank you. But when you watch a TV show, do you want the characters to hang out off screen too? Like the actors? Yeah, the actors. Yeah, yeah. I love it that. It kind of makes it more fun. Yeah, you can tell. Like especially in comedies, you can tell. Not saying that our, our podcast is funny because clearly it's not, but like you could tell that um, uh, when when people hang out afterwards, you can tell when they're like they get along. Well, watching the show Friends, I always got the vibe that they hung out a lot. Yeah, yeah, or like it's always sunny. You could just tell. Oh yeah, friends. yeah. You know that those guys are boys. And, yeah, and yeah. I mean, he married Caitlin D. Right. So Max married to D in real life. Mm -hmm. Then um, Charlie and the waitress in real life are married. married. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. And yeah, so you get the. And that I think that makes it a better show. Agreed. Where there are some shows that you get the sense. I don't know if it's because you see them in interviews or whatever. You're like, oh, as soon as they say that's a wrap for the night, it's like I'm not fucking talking to any of you people. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely um I like it when they hang out. Has there been nights where after we're done doing this, have you been like, I'm never fucking hanging out with that guy again? I know you know that that's true. No, you know when we had the our first twelve season one, season one. Uh, there was a few episodes of season one 
where I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> what happened to our love? What happened to our <laughs> what happened friendship? To our love? I think it was the only child of me that was coming out really, really bad, and um, I could feel it. You know what it was too? It was we we always got along incredibly well. The only time you and I ever really had any problems in our friendship um, is work related. Well, not even even well with comedians. You should know. I remember just arguing about the music. But I was never all that serious about it. We we've we I had some fight, we had much. some fights when we were talking about, like in in meetings we had some fights. Yeah, but that was fine with everybody. So you weren't special. True, you know right? I mean? like, <laughs> uh, thanks, a meeting, I guess. With, well, no, I mean that. Hey, just like, let you know, you're not special to me. Thank you, Joe. You weren't special in that sense. Yeah. If, if I have a meeting with seven people and I'm arguing with all seven of them, I don't really, you know, it's not like I'm walking out of there being like that fucking Joan. I'm yeah. walking out of there being like everybody's a fucking idiot. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, which, you know, I'm wrong on most of the time with that stuff. But I, I love remember... you. You know, my favorite thing is watching you mad because uh, my favorite thing about watching you mad is not my favorite thing isn't watching you. I mean, it's actually one of my favorite things. But is you like when you get ramped up, right, you, then you can tell that you're in the red. But then you can tell that you like you like snap out of it, but you're still kind of in the red. So then you so then you instantly make it into kind of a joke. Yeah, which is great because one time you and I had um, speaking of the show, we had a meeting with the show. You and I got into a pretty heated argument. That's when you first moved back to Chicago from L.A. and uh, you stormed out. You like you basically like quit. And you, I don't know if you remember this. You stormed out of my apartment and you went onto the balcony um, to where there were stairs to get off, get out. But then um, we all were like Jesus. And then you opened the door and said like a funny little joke and then closed it. I do remember that. And then yeah. left. Yeah. So I you could tell you caught yourself. You but know? again, I don't think I was mad at you during those meetings. No, but it was my comment like, to you made you leave. What was your comment? It, it was. We were, we were just, we were just arguing about, we were, we were arguing about promoting, and I said something like I said something close to like, oh, how'd that work for you in L.A.? Oh yeah. 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 Which I don't get that because that was we did good in L.A. It was a good show. Yeah, and, you know. Sure. We did though. I know. I, no, the, I know. the point was I was fucking with you. Yeah. And then and then you we're getting a little inside baseball here, but then <clears throat> No, because I'll 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 say that we are getting inside baseball. So people just to summarize very quickly, Comedians You Should Know is a show in Chicago, mm -hmm. right? Um it's wildly successful here. It sells out every week. Yep. There's also one in New York that sells out every week. They actually do two shows, Wednesday and Saturday now. And there was one in LA for a stretch. The LA mm -hmm. one was always kind it's of the one LA. that was very inconsistent and very up and down. Yeah. And I always was adamant to be like, you cannot compare running a show in LA to Chicago and New York because the tools that work in Chicago and New York do not work in LA because the culture of LA is way different. Yeah. So like the idea of standing around handing out flyers that may work in a city like New York and Chicago where people yeah. actually walk yeah. does not work in LA. So, um, and I remember then telling, this is where I remember not getting mad with you, but I got mad at a few people who were related to CYSK's production where I was like, listen, the point of the LA show will be just to, for the sake of, it's almost like when CVS or Walgreens open up two stores not far from each other, right. they're not doing so well that they need to open up two stores. They're doing that for brand recognition and because they fucking can. Right. I, I go, the LA one, for the most part, more shows were good than bad. More shows were pretty damn full than not full. But what killed the LA one and made the LA one special is we have pictures of Bill Burr, Adam Sandler, Pete Davidson, Aziz Ansari, Sarah Silverman, all with our fucking logo right behind them. Because yeah. they, did, everyone I just listed did that show. Yeah. You know, so that's where I, you know, I, I don't mean to go through the history of it, but that was always my point of pride with that show. Yeah. And we had the best cast of any of the CYSKs, I feel like, as far as talent goes. Yes, great. It was me, Chris Redd, Mo Welch, Aaron Weaver, and Ryan Dalton. 
So great comics. It, it, yeah. People listening, if you don't know who they are, By the way, actually, check them out. I, I think there's another stretch that was probably the one, the one in Chicago cast for a while is actually maybe a little bit funnier than that one. I don't uh-huh. know though. But yeah. yeah, Mo Welch is fucking on fire. She's yeah, opening she's for Brett Goldstein yeah. and she's been on Conan several times. She just released a special. Crushing it. Fucking crushing it. Chris Rudd, obviously, SNL and movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Aaron Weaver's fucking hilarious. Ryan Dalton's been on um, Comedy Central a couple times. So, like, yeah, it was, but every version of the show is great and stuff like that. But I just always got a little bit disappointed because when I'd come back, people were like, well, it's not what Chicago or New York is. And I'm like, well, it's never going to be. Right. Right. Especially since it started off as monthly and was monthly for the first year. It was just hard. Yeah. Very yeah. hard. I think, I, I think it's, we could, it was peak. a good burn though, at the time. <clears throat> it was a good burn. Yeah. When you said it, it was a good burn. Oh yeah. I was great. Yeah. I mean, it made you leave. I yeah. was great. I, great I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't like, I didn't want you to leave, but I, I, yeah. I was like, I was pretty good. By the way, you know, I've tried to quit community, you know, probably about 12 times with, you know, once a year, I would try to quit that show. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. And they, people wouldn't let me. I wasn't allowed to several uh, times. Yeah. I try, I literally said I quit, and they go, no. And I'm like, I don't understand how that works. I do I do love a good argument when you, when you say something, and then you could see that it kind of hit somebody else, and you're like, oh, I fucking did that to you. Like, you're That's like, fun. oh, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah. Like, like even when, like, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but, like, where, that moment where you, like, kind of want to, like, you want to stop, and you want to be like, okay, we have to, like, we have to like acknowledge that like that was a really good fucking line like that was like yeah it was smart and it was mean but like not but in a way how do you take it like i'm inside your fucking brain now dude like you have any idea okay let's get back into the argument yeah which is great i can't remember what the arguments were about back then I, again it wasn't you though because you and i agreed with each other we did but i think everyone else not agreed. well we disagreed I, let's just peek the back peek through the curtain i guess so like in in stand up, like you know, the independent route is you have to run your own shows, right? So you can get an audience, so you can practice, so you can get better, you can build uh, build a um, a new hour, which I never have, but uh, you do. That's how you do your your thing. And uh, but the problem is, you also have to promote it, so you have to be a promoter, and that's the hardest thing in comedy is to get people to come to your show when you are when you are not a name yet. Very hard. Um, yeah. So. That was a lot of our arguments. You and I was was about how to get people people out. And I'm gonna explain to you the most psychotic way that I've ever tricked people tricked people to come to uh, a stand up show is what I would do is I first I made multiple Gmail accounts with different names. Aaron Weaver being one, not Aaron Weaver. No, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, um, uh, Chad Henley and uh, Aaron Finley were the my oh, two I names. See. Aaron Finley. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, I would go to, I would go to, uh, Craigslist free and I would write a post being like, my wife and I bought four tickets to the show. Uh, unfortunately our babysitter can't babysit anymore. So, uh, I, I can't find anyone to find the tickets. I don't want them to go, go to waste. Does anybody want them? Right. And then people respond. I get like a lot of people to respond. And then I would respond to that as Chad Henley. And I would say like, Oh, how many of the four do you want? And they would tell me how the four and I go, Oh, let me contact the show and let me see what to do to get you the tickets. Cause I got them online. So then I would wait a couple minutes, you know, like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then I would respond to them saying, Hey, I just heard from Jonah from the show. And uh, all you have to do is contact him at this email and just say that you're taking mine, Aaron Finley's tickets and he'll do everything for you. And then they would contact me. And then I would basically send them, send them all the tickets and then confirm on the night, night and before. And get their email. And get their email. And nice. get their email. And the thing is, I would have them confirm three times because that would increase them per, the percentage of them actually showing up. So yeah. it, it knew that they wanted it. And man, like when I was running the sidebar show, we were getting like 100 people a week from just from that. And it's and like and then eventually I would get like like 
uh, Craigslist free is like this weird, like wild west. And then people are protective over it. So people would write me like you fucking scammer or they would write fake things about my shit. Cause they think I was like going to charge them, which I would, I would never, I want them to have a good time at the show. But like, yeah. I mean, I went on, I did this for over a year and I had a down pack where I was just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste the whole nice. conversations. It was that, crazy. That is pretty incredible, man. Yeah. I knew of a guy who would to promote his show. He would invite like eight different Tinder dates to the show. I did that. Did I you did do that. that too? Yeah. So uh, um, when I ran a show with a comedian named Tyson Karish, him and I would do. Well, that's when Tinder first came out, and we would like. They'd always be like, "Hey, you know, are you you're a comedian?" I'm like, "Yeah. If you want to, if you want to meet me first, you can come see one of my shows." And I would say, um, "I can comp you up to eight tickets, right?" And then a lot of times they'd be like, "Well, why?" Then sometimes it's a it's a um, boiler room thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Whereas like you can only do up to something because then most people want to get to that number. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then they would bring like four or six of their friends. And then afterwards, like you just would watch Tyson and I try to talk to everybody. Because <laughs> we, you know, it was that's a hard gamut to run though. It was some cra crazy shit to, just to get people to come to your show. Is, I mean, what's the craziest thing you ever did? Oh, man. Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. We used to put flyers in. Um, like we'd open up all the newspaper things. And put yeah, like five in the morning, newspaper. right? Yeah, yeah that I heard about that. Dumb, though. Um, I think we did some Craigslist shit, but I don't think we did anything as complex as that. That's pretty damn clever and smart. Um, so I'm always saying, I always think like I should. I, I think I'm supposed to be a grifter. You know, I think there's a, a part of me that was like, I'd be a good grifter, just stealing money. I grift, and I'm a good one-on-one -on -one grifter or a good liar. Um, I remember one time. I was. Uh, Can we clip this and send it to his wife real quick? Yeah, yeah. I'm a really good liar. Uh, no, she knows this story too. I was going to a concert and I had these little airport bottles of whiskey, mm -hmm. you know, because I want to sneak them into the concert, right? Just get a fucking Diet Coke and mix yeah. all day long, save some serious coin. Yeah. So uh, I saw they were patting people down though, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. What am I going to do? And I had my dog's poop bags. Like, you know, they come in a roll now, these poop bags. And I had this one pocket in my, because it was a winter coat, because it was yeah. winter time, you know? And I took the little whiskey bottles and shoved them in there and then put the poop bags over it. Okay. Like, it's padding. And so when the guy was going up, he's like, oh, what are these pockets? And Hitty goes, what's that? And I'm like, oh, f hold on. I'm not even, I never even use it. I rarely use this pocket. What the fuck? <laughs> and I started unrolling dog poop bags. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, dude. That's like my dog. Yeah. You know, I, I shoved the poop bags in here one day to forgot it. And he was like, oh, yeah, no problem, man. Yeah. Went right in, snuck them out, fucking drinking for free. All the rest of this concert was great. How great did you feel? So fucking good, dude. Right? I felt like I had the biggest dick in the world. Uh -huh. Then the next day. The response always is like, is always like, oh, God, I totally forgot this is even in there. Like, it's always yeah. like that. What Especially since I was on, I was like, it was the poop bags. There was so much you shit. sold it. It's yeah. unrolling. It's like unrolling yeah. toilet paper. People were like, you're making a bigger yeah. mask. Just go. And you it's like, clink, 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 clink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next day, I remember I was going to a friend's house for poker. And, you know, you want to bring some beer, be a good right. uh, guest. And, uh, you know, I'm getting like a 12 pack of something. And I'm hearing the woman in the, the grocery store line be like, do you have a preferred card number? Because it was a grocery store I've never been to before. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have a number. But I overheard this guy say his phone number. So I memorized his phone you number. did? Yeah, and then Whoa. it was my turn because I was in the next aisle over. So yeah. then it was my turn. I'm like, oh, I don't have the card, but I got the number, and I set his number in. Mm -hmm. And I used his number for like six months. Wow. Here's the thing: I'm getting Do you the remember savings. It now? I'm getting the savings. He's getting the points. Everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh no, I don't remember it now. Yeah, I wish I did though. I'd get yeah. it out in the air right now because fuck that guy, right? Good, good grift. Uh, these are like little things that don't matter much, but they're fun when they happen. I mean, we talked about my stealing problems on this podcast. I believe so, Austin. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude, I. I miss stealing. Stealing is like my, it's the most fun you'll ever have. And I think I talk about this. I think it's been past the, 
been, statute of limitations. Yeah, it's been like 15 years since I've stolen anything. That's a lie. Um, but it's been like since I stole a lot, man. I fucking it's so like I one time I worked at a clothing store and I went to my manager and I I, I wanted this jacket and I was like I bought that jacket that I wanted and she's like oh yeah and I was like yeah it's great I bought it at a different store because um, that you guys didn't have my size here. And she's like, oh, that's great. I want to see it. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then I just decensored the jacket. And then I I brought it in back. And I ha- put it on. And she goes, you like it? She goes, yeah, it's great on you. I go, I know. And I just walked out with it. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'll steal from Target sometimes. Really? Little stuff. Like you know what, what condoms and stuff? So, you know, like at Target, um, they have, you know, the shopping cart has a thing for your drink. Uh-huh. So I came in with uh, like a McDonald's Diet Coke or something. Yeah. And I had a tin of mints. And I put the tin of mints fit perfectly in the cup holder. And I had my cup over the tin of mints. Yeah. So I just walked out with a free tin of mints. Yeah. I do that a lot there. I haven't paid for a tin of mints in a long time. Are you saying tin of mints? Yeah, a tin of mints. Tin of mints. You know, mints like that you put in your mouth. I know, to but you're, your just, you're just saying it's just all I'm hearing is tin of mints. Tin of mints. Tin of mints. Yeah. Tin of mints. You heard me, right, Austin? I know what you meant. If it's you did not, tenements. that's fine. Tenements. Yeah, tenements. You say that you're saying it as one word. Yeah, with tenements. Which is cool. Very, I just, I'm going to start saying Irish tenements. Very yeah. Irish. All right. Yeah. A tin of mints. I a tenements. I do talk a little too fast sometimes. What I used to do. You say mints. Yeah, mints, but I wanted people to see the to get the tin in visualization. Like yeah. Well, they're like the circle uh, icebreakers kind. Uh-huh. Almost like a tin of uh, dip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those yeah. are tins. Those are plastic. Well, it's still tin. Yeah, but the tin for dip isn't fucking a tin either. That's plastic yeah. as well. But people call it a tin. Yeah, I miss the old days. So it was accurate. My whole f- foods hack was this: is that uh, this is before they 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 changed it because I think people because I think I got caught. So uh, when I w- worked at the gym, I worked underneath the Whole Foods, and uh, because I was working in the gym, I had no money, so I had to like figure out ways to kind of like you know. And then like you get a salad at Whole Foods, you put too much protein on that thing. That thing's heavy as shit. That's a, that's expensive. That's a fifteen twenty dollars salad. Right, but they never weighed the the your salt your your salad dressing, right? So you put a cup and you put their salad dressing in, and they didn't weigh it uh, for some reason. So then what I started doing is I started putting all the protein in that, and then I would fill it fill up with ranch or whatever. So all my protein was in that, so that thing was heavy as shit. Um, and then I went putting protein in my salad, and then I was put it on there. But then I got caught big time on that one, and then you what they do? Like, they were just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "Um, uh, uh, you know." It's like, you know, I, uh, uh, um, but, uh, that was a nice little hack, which was good. And then at, at, um, uh, what's the fucking, God damn it. What's the, what's the sandwich place that also has soup? Panera bread. I was at Panera and Panera. I realized too, if I ordered something and then I said, Hey, um, you know, I actually wanted this instead of this, they would give me like, oh, okay, you can take that too. So then I would just <laughs> every, every, every other time I'd be like, you fucked up my order. And then they're like, they're like, I'm like, here's you want it back. And they're like, no, no, you can just keep it. I'm like, oh, okay. And I get two sandwiches for the price of one. But because they're one of those places where it's like, say you really wanted chips, but you want chips and an apple. You could say the apple and be like, I wanted the chips. They go, oh, okay, here's the chips. And go, well, you want your apple back? They're like, no, you can keep the apple. Well, do, I, it's already in your fucking hand. Well, I do my tuna sandwich. I'd be like, well, I didn't want onion. And they're like, oh, sorry. And then I'm like, well, here you go. And then they were like, oh, you can keep it if you know, somebody wants it. And I was like, all right. Their cool. onions suck over there too. I know right? they're like really fucking like way too much, way too much. They had this great like barbecue chicken sandwich they're making for a while. It's called yeah. like a smokehouse barbecue chicken sandwich. It's delicious, but if you didn't say no onions, you would be fucking mad. Yeah, because there were some shit onions they got. You hear that, Panera? Fix your onion situation. Yeah. Okay. 
You know what don't fix is uh, make sure you give away the sandwich if someone didn't like it. <laughs> give it to them. Oh, yeah, totally. And Panera Bread's one of those places, too. If you eat inside, I feel like you could just get like a small drink and just, just like, like fountain. But then it's like you go fill up the fancy shit in there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely do that. I'm trying to think what other places, what other life hacks I got for everybody listening. Um, I always knew the good public bathrooms to go to. You yeah. Know? Some allow really you. Good ones. Yeah, you just walk in like you fucking own the place. Uh -huh. It's that simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I've never had that. Cause you know, like last summer I was uh, taking the train to our show on mm -hmm. Wednesdays a lot. So when uh, I would, you know, it's like a good 10 minute walk from the train, sometimes 15 minutes walk, sometimes I'd pee. Yeah. And there's nothing but fancy bars and restaurants. Uh -huh. So when I walk in, I'd be like, oh, I'm here for, I'm, I'm meeting Michael at the bar. And they're like, oh, I don't, there's, there's someone named Michael here. And I'm like, you know what? I got it. And then yeah. I just would go. Yeah. Confidence. Yeah. If you walk into a place like you fucking own the place, no one's going to do shit. No. Because I mean, no. they don't want to be a headache. Because if they go, whoa, 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 whoa. And then you're like, excuse me? Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, this is bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they, and then if they're wrong, it's a bigger thing. On the, dude, these fucking people who are hostesses and shit, they don't really want to get into it with you. Right. So you just walk right in there, you know? You, did, and you take a shit and you take the toilet paper with if you got to. Did you I know, get mints? Did I ever tell you how my friend would get away from stealing? I was with him once. And he no. was he's black. That that's important for the story. Yeah, I'd okay. imagine it would be. Okay. So I was with a friend of mine. You need Okay, this I is know, this is an AM PM thing. This okay. is an AM PM th thing. Sure. You, you need to know this. He like he needs to be black for the story. Um <laughs> I don't like the way that sounded <laughs> at all. Um, so I had a friend that I was in a, a store with, like a CD store with. We walk out. Things are going off. Things are beeping. He, this, The manager comes out, talks to my friend being, hey, like, um, I need to check your coat. And he's like, well, why don't you check his coat? Like me. And the guy goes, well, because I saw you put something in your coat. He goes, why? Because I'm black. And then the guy goes, that's not why, because I saw you do it. He goes, oh, you're not asking my white friend here. You're just asking the black guy. That seems very convenient for you. You fucking racist piece of shit. And he starts like screaming at everybody. And then um, the guy goes, listen, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. Just, just, just please leave. Just, just, just go, just go. And he's like, okay. And we're like walking away. And I go, dude, what the fuck was with that? He goes, I couldn't get caught stealing these CDs. And he he stole a shit ton of CDs. Was it because the artists were embarrassing choices for a black man? No, he just didn't want like, to pay I'm for black. Them. I can't be found stealing Hootie and the Blowfish. This he just didn't want to look. He didn't want to pay for him. But no, that, I when, I, that. When, I, when that happened, I was like, oh, dude, I wish I was black right there. Just get away with shit like that sometimes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I saw racism happen, but also it was kind of correct at the same time. I <laughs> thought the better play would be this. So you and your black friend, uh -huh. who has to be black for this story, yes, he, uh, you know, does something that makes him a little suspicious, yeah, right. So enough to the point where someone says, "Hey, wait a second, what's going on over here?" And then he goes, "Oh, you're bothering me because I'm black, right? This is why you're doing this shit, huh? Yeah. Some racist bullshit." And so while he's causing a big commotion, you're stealing you fucking everything, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, you're going behind the fucking counter, you're opening up the register, yeah, right. You're you're doing like grand larceny, like yeah. heavy fucking, like yeah. We're talking credit card theft. We're talking like big shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, I think you kill a guy while that's going yeah. on too. Whatever you yeah. could do. These guys also, uh, him and his friend would steal a bunch of stuff and they, uh, they had a van cause it was in high school and you have vans in high school and they, uh, they drove in front of this like clothing store that had like, you know, like um, North face and nice jackets and stuff. And one kid just ran out. He just grabbed everything off the first table and then like ran out and just jumped in the van and they, they spun out. But the problem is, is when they spun out, they spun out kind of bad and then they ran into a car and then they all got in trouble because they're idiots, which is insane. But they had like the, the same guy who ran out is a, uh, a high school friend of mine who was house sitting 
their neighbors and he went into their uh house and noticed that their safe safe was cracked open and he stole ten thousand dollars oh my god from them and he spent all that money within like a week and then they came home and obviously they were like the fuck man and then his parents had to pay back whatever because he would he would like buy a bike ride it to school just leave it there and then go buy another one and he would just he was just spending money like left and right and you talk to him now about it he goes it was the biggest mistake i ever made i'm like of course your parents everything he goes no i should invest it in land like that was his like oh, whole takeaway yeah i should have put 10 percent down you should on a hundred thousand dollar property and Fuck this being man, like knuckleheads. You as, know a, what I mean? as a parent, I could not think about how fucking livid I would be. Oh, right. But then these parents had been like, we fucked up so many times leading up to this moment. Yeah. Where our kid was so stupid to so steal. Stupid. Yeah. Why, why steal at all? Because it's bad. And I know we all started this conversation with you talking about like you get a little rush from stealing. Yeah. But not, I'm obviously mm. you're not like that anymore. No. Because you host people all the time. I would never steal from somebody. I've, I've never stolen, stolen from, from anybody. Like I would only corporations. steal from corporations. Okay. I would never steal from a, a person. That's good. Yeah. That's I, a big difference. Because yes. I would have lost some respect for you otherwise. No, I never. Right, I, never I never would have. I never This is a friend of mine. who. I mean, he did it when he was in middle school. He never, like, or high school. He never stole from, like, people yeah. outside of that incident. Like, he's, he was a trustworthy person. But, yeah, I would never steal from somebody i would have thought felt like it was entrapment on his end right why is the safe open just enough for me to see there's ten thousand dollars in there i know right what's going on with that right it was ten thousand dollars in counterfeit money and they were testing it but then they duped the parents to get them real 10 grand and that's what they do they moved out of town real quickly after that to another town they go town to town ripping people off 10k at a time yeah there you go fucking that's a short play that's the real griff right there is that a long play it's a griff real good griff right there yeah well let's talk about the super bowl a little bit (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh Jonah was uh, kind enough to invite a bunch of people out for the Super Bowl. We watched at DraftKings uh, Sports Lounge, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know what the full name of it is. Uh, DraftKings uh, Sports Lounge Sports in Wrigley. Book. And if you go to DraftKings.com slash uh, Let's Get Dumb, you will not get a discount in anything. Yeah, we don't not... have an advertiser. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, but no, I did put some bets down because the guy was very good. They had this dude who was like the bookie for the place. And I said, I was joking with your girlfriend, Laura, where it's like, um, this dude looks like his job title. I almost yeah. feel like he came in and like, I'd like to apply for this role. And they were yeah. like, yeah, we don't need to see your resume. You're perfect. Yeah. Can you wear your hat backwards? I don't normally, but I will for this job. And we need you to like, mm-hmm. that's just, he looked like a dude who's probably, probably about 42 years old, mm-hmm. hat backwards, dresses like he's 23 still. Yeah. Um, had that 23 year old vibe energy going on to him. But, but like 23 vibe when he was 23, like, it, like he had the 23 year old vibe, but like from 2005. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, very good call. So, you know, he's going around to us saying like, oh, if you have a DraftKings account, we got, we have bonuses for your table. And it was a pretty sweet deal. I'm like, I don't have a DraftKings account. And mm-hmm. I was going to be like, I don't really fucking care. I'm not a gambler, really. And so it's like, no, you just put five bucks down and then we give you up to $200 um, in bonuses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, that's pretty great. All right. Yeah. It's hard to say no to that. So I did that. And I didn't win a single bet. Yeah. <laughs> I did get fucked, though, when I was trying to figure out how to do the bonus thing. Because I remember even out loud saying, I'm like, Mahomes over 200 yards. That's an easy one. Right. You know, because um, whatever it was at the time. Because when we were doing these, the game had already started. So we I wasn't getting like money lines and over-unders from before the start of the game. But overall, uh, my take in the Super Bowl was this. The first half was pretty boring, um, a little uneventful. I guess the big event from that would have been... Um, like, but Travis Kelsey getting mad at Andy Reid, his coach. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, I, don't, I don't really give a shit that much about P. 
people you're you're hyped up you're jacked yeah, up super bowl. super bowl you know if a coach grabs a guy by the collar during a game people are like well that's passion if a player does it people get mad about it i go i don't fucking care mm -hmm. so um yeah, first half was kind of boring. Second half was great. It's great. Especially the fourth quarter in overtime was a lot of excitement. I mean, Usher, great. Game was close. Usher was great. You know, um, I've never... How are you on Super Bowl halftime shows? Like, were, were you a fan? Do you look forward to them? Or are you just like, whatever? I've, I've only looked forward to the last few. Um, the Justin Timberlake titty thing happened when I was 21. I was on my, it was actually on my birthday. So ever since then, I've been really excited about them. I know that was the best one then, right? That's the greatest one of all time. I mean, the 57 one was pretty good. But did we see Jennifer or Jennifer Janet Jackson's tit for the, in that one? No. So I think it's when you. Do you think he did that on purpose? Mm, I know that we're talking about something that happened twenty years ago, but maybe. Let me think about that though. But I want to go to when it comes to Super Bowl halftime rankings, it goes Janet Jackson's titty, <laughs> and then everyone else is just trying to fight for second place. Yeah. People say, "Oh, what about Prince's and Michael Jackson's?" I'm like, I don't recall seeing Janet Jackson's titty on mm -hmm. either of those performances. No. So again. Jan Jackson's nip. Yeah, nip. And everyone else is just below that. Just below that. Know? But did Justin Timberlake do that for real? Like on purpose? There was something going on because he definitely pulled. Yeah. So what was he pulling and what was going to happen? I don't know. He was just pulling one part. And, and she then, didn't like, like, she didn't like, like, she was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like she was. <sighs> you got a big fat titty like that. Are you quick to cover it up? <laughs> Joe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Joe. Joe. Come on. Joe. Right? Yeah. Go down a water slide with those things. You knock yourself out. They're flopping out in the water. You think people are like, Janet Jackson, did you cover those suckers? Yeah. She was yeah. famously on the cover of that Rolling Stone magazine where some dude's hands were covering up her breasts. Remember that? What do you think that guy is now? Sexy. Yeah. You think he tells people? Those are my hands. How could you not? You have to, right? That'd be a great pickup line. Yeah. You could lie. Who would know? Right. You ever lie to people about something you did that? No. You, no. Come on. Do dude. you? I, when I was like 14, 15 years old, uh -huh. I told another girl that was 14 or 15 years old that I was one of the Zoom kids. There was a show about the, they, that was like on PBS. It was called like the Zoom show or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, yeah, I was a child actor. I was one of the Zoom kids. Yeah. She's like, no, you weren't. I'm like, why would I make that up? Did you get that 14 year old strange I from did, that? I did okay, I think, with that one. But um, it's one of those things where it was fun to make shit up like that. I would do that. That is a such lot. a good, like, you just said that. You said, you said, why would I make that up? Right. Even though you are making it up. Yeah. So that those. But it's so of, specific. You're just like, and it's almost like not even a lie as much as it's like a fib. Yeah. Because if they call you on it, you're like, I was obviously fucking with you. Yeah. But if they believe it, you're having yourself a fun night. I was on uh, when I first, you know, you first started doing comedy. You don't have any credits. And uh, I went to audition for for um, Last Comic Standing. And this is I wasn't invited for the audition. This was the open casting audition. So it's just they just used it to look, look at these B-roll. Yeah. B-roll. Yeah. So I was uh, in a shot when they did like an overhead shot. Like I was in line, you know, and then of course, because I'm an idiot, I wrote like as seen on last comic, like la as seen the last comic, comic standing. Technically I was right. I didn't have any credits and I'm also brand new comedy. I didn't know that was something you don't do. And then I did a show and then it said on the marquee, it said last comic standings, Jonah Jerkins. <laughs> And that's when I was like, you know, I should probably not do these lies anymore. And that's when I that and that's when I stopped lying. Was that when I when I was like, oh god, that's so bad. What, what, what season were you on? I'm like, I'm like right there. That's my head. That's me. That show, I will say, um, sucks. Um, you know, as a comedian, you're not supposed to like shit on other comedy stuff because it's like we want them all to do well. I hated that show because I, like you, went to the auditions. I was like a year in, and they weren't even having them in Chicago my first year. They had them in Minneapolis. That's where I went. 
You were in Minneapolis for that shit too? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. So I went with two other Chicago comedians who were like, we're driving out. You want to go? And I'm like, why not? Fuck it. Right? Yeah. I'm we were in that line together. That's amazing. Yeah. So My friend was the last person that got to, to audition and he got in a fight with Alonzo Bowden in there about something. I don't know. We, I mean, I was, I was months in, in a standup. I didn't. Oh, I, dude. So were we basically. Were what fucking killed me the most is we were. Fun town though. Dude, we almost fucking froze to death. It was the coldest. Yeah, just ever sit been. outside for forever. We bought a tent so we could be tented out. So we were sleeping overnight in this tent. We, yeah, we were able to hold our tent for a while, and then we went to a diner to warm up. But it was a, a nightmare, and I'll never forget. It was like eight in the morning now, and the TV cameras were starting to get ready yeah. to go. And we see this comedian in front of us, Jared Logan, who we knew from Chicago. Yeah, and we just see him get out of a fucking like taxi uh-huh. before Uber and waltz right in. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, there's people who are specifically invited. And then there's us with the open casting call. Yeah, yeah. And I go, this show is such bullshit because they made it. They tried to act like it was comedy's version of America. Not America's Got Talent. Um, American Idol. Right. Because American Idol was huge at the time. Right. And it's not, though, because you can't just be funny off the street in the world of stand-up. In a minute, too. In a minute. You can't. Yeah. It's not like singing where you just open your mouth and people are like, oh, well, fucking clearly you know what you're doing. Right. Right. You could sing. There, yeah. There are, I've been, we've all been to bars where there's been karaoke and you're like, holy fuck, she yeah. sounded amazing. Or he sounded amazing. That's how that works. If you're at a bar and you just take some random person and say, hey, go up there and do stand-up comedy, they're not going to be amazing. No, no. They're just completely different art forms in that respect. So that's what pissed me off the most. So I had to do this one minute audition they have like six of us at a time at a table mm-hmm. and i actually got out of the second round and i'm like wow because i'm not a one minute comedian i can't right. do short jokes i'm more of a longer form you know and so uh, and i felt bad because the two people i was with didn't get pushed on and then the next thing i did was that confessional thing oh so you I'm did in this confessional? Con- yeah i'm yeah. in the confessional booth and they ask you some questions to see how you'd respond like if you're if you're quick-witted right so i'm i know that going in i'm like all right i gotta be fast and funny and and you know give them something that they're gonna use or they want to use and this dude, you don't even see him. You go into the booth and you don't know who the fuck is talking to you, right? There's, there's some fucking mic'd in speaker. And he goes, so what are you, guys, so what are you doing in uh, Minneapolis? I'm like, F- auditioning for this, you dipshit? Like, what the <laughs> fuck kind of dumb question? That's your lead off question? I didn't say dipshit. You're like, shit. I'm out of this fucking shit. Go I was out. like, I didn't want to be a part of this fucking garbage. <laughs> it was literally a dump because it's where you're from, Chicago. He's like, cool, cool. Woody City, hell yeah. What are you doing in Minneapolis? I'm like auditioning for last comics i literally did one of these like where i'm like is this yeah why is this what are we doing yeah and he's like well what about minneapolis strikes you as weird i'm like i fuck it's cold as balls the highway curves in a weird way i just didn't know what the fuck like yeah. it's like dude ask me something that's like gonna, we'll be in touch you know like with improv some people would say well that's bad improv on your end joe because you didn't make it funny and i'm like no it's also bad on his end because an improv team you're supposed to set up the funny there's no setup there why are you in Minneapolis? First of all, we're not supposed to ask questions in improv. Yeah, so that right away that's bad, right? Yeah. You're supposed to, you know, so he would have been horrible so the there. It was just a really shit. It's just a bad question though, because if you're trying to set someone up to be funny, like with a specific question, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why are you in a town that's you're not in that you don't live in is really stupid, right? Like, if, like, why are you in Vegas, Jonah? Like, if, if David Blaine asked you, "What are you doing in Vegas tonight?" You'd be like, I'm seeing you, you stupid fuck. <laughs> I'm here to see you, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. Now make something disappear, you yeah, fucking idiot. Do you, it. You made my go respect st- for you disappear just now. Yeah, and go stand on that thing for a while. Yeah, you weirdo. Anyhow, but yeah, um, that's insane that we were in this. That we were in this. That we were in the same. Um, I almost want to go find the video from that because maybe we we're. In the I was line. the first comic who didn't make it, who didn't get allowed to go. Next. Oh, you missed the cutoff. I, by one, and you know why? I was with my friend, and I go, you can go in front of me, and he was like, all right, and then. 
I, he got in and I, I didn't, and I was fucking so pissed. Uh, but you know, Bill you know, Bellamy hosted that year and he did a gag with us because we got this big tent. And even though it's just the three of us in there, they're like, let's get like fucking 15 of you in there and I'll stand the outside and I'll 15 you guys just keep walking out. Right. And so that's what we did. So you do see me in that part of it. Really? Yeah. But I did not young use Joe. it as a credit. Young Joe. Yeah. Young Joe all bundled up. You have a question, Austin? Oh, no, he's God. just giving us, he's, you have a question? Yeah. No, oh. I was going to add, I think it'd be funny that if you, when you went into the room for the audition, Instead of them asking you questions, they're like, okay, good luck. And then you sit down, and you don't see anyone. And all I hear is like, fuck you, you ugly piece of shit. And then you're supposed to like react to like heckling. Uh, that would yeah. make more That'd sense. That'd be really though. funny though, as an exercise. Like, what? Like, <laughs> I get to see how you're going to react to hecklers. <laughs> I just had a bad taste in my mouth for that show. And I've never, and when it, I think it got canceled like the next year, then it was gone for a while, then it came, came back. back again. <sighs> you know, there's another show that's out right now that I'm going to trash soon enough, even though I probably shouldn't. What shows that? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to trash it. I just said I probably shouldn't. So if I say it, you know what show it is. He's just trying to get me to trash it. I just, I, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I'll tell you after the show. I'm sorry, everyone. I'll tease that. When we start a Patreon, you guys could get fucking information like this. Yeah. Ooh. That's how we're going to do it. Um, yeah, man. So the Super Bowl was fun. Uh, it was a good finish and all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's do Eliminate Super Bowl edition. Okay. All right. Well, first off, can I ask you one question? Yeah, go ahead. What's your thoughts on Jermaine Dupri? Very, very, very interesting looking person now. Yeah, which one? We was thought he? it was the one that we thought was CeeLo Green. That was Jermaine Dupree? Yes, exactly. Oh my God, I did think that was CeeLo Green. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. So You're like, how, did, how do you just, have that kind of money and that happened to you? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have that kind of money. Jermaine Dupree? What the fuck did he have? What was his big hit? He's a producer of everything. He produced a lot, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, a lot of Atlanta stuff. Here's the thing, too, about people who have a lot of money. They either maintain a certain look and mm-hmm. they look great. Or they're like, I have a lot of money. I could look however the fuck. fuck I want. Yeah. I don't need to do shit. You know who looks good? Usher. That man hasn't aged at all. That is no. incredible. He looks, he looks fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He's 46 years old, I think I heard. But he ripped his shirt off and I was just like, I don't know, man. You look good, but not as good as you used to. You look pretty good. What do you think about they had that shirt with the fake abs on it? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the roller skating thing? F- fantastic. Now the roller skating was dope. He uh-huh. had one part where it looked like he was about to fall, but he played it off well. Yeah, he played it well. Yeah, how, often well. he, how often is he roller skating? He does that in his, in his uh, Vegas uh, resi- residency every 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 concert. Oh, really? Cool. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's, a, it's I incredible. I forgot how many hits he had. I know. Every, it's all bangers. Yeah. All day. A lot of good songs. Uh-huh. Where I'm like, oh, this is an Usher song. Oh, yeah, this is an Usher song. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's great. Phenomenal entertainer. Very mm-hmm. good. Um, eliminate you, one. Eliminate. All right. Let's, uh, let's do uh, some Super Bowl stuff here. You have to eliminate one of these three. You have to eliminate chicken wings, mm-hmm. alcohol, oh God. or the commercials. Commercials. Yeah, that's a pretty easy one, right? Was, <laughs> well, dude, I didn't write it beforehand. <laughs> You're always like, all right, you have to eliminate th- three of these. You have to eliminate, eliminate one of these. World peace, um, uh, uh, no homelessness, or AIDS. <laughs> it's like, I'm picking AIDS <laughs> every well, time. I'm know. always picking AIDS on that one. I don't know if you could tell, but I was clearly just pulling that out of my ass because uh-huh. we had no preparation for this podcast whatsoever. I haven't asked anything you want to what's talk your about. On the, your response what's your no. thoughts on that? Let me fucking finish. Your response was no. You had nothing you wanted to talk about. So we've been winging it. Uh, Austin's given us the sign of, you got to wrap this episode up. And I have no way of doing that. So now well, it's I was, time I you to wrap gonna, the episode I, up. I was going to tell you this. You got really mad at me there. I did get really mad at you. Why? Because I made fun of your three? Yeah. Oh, well, come on. <laughs> I got mad at Austin, too. I hate your fucking laugh. Shut the fuck up. Why okay? does he, why do you get mad laughing. at that? 
Because it's annoying. Because like I always, all the pressure on this podcast is on me to dismount the fucking thing. I have to lead the fucking thing, guide the conversation, go this way. So I feel like every time I have to like stop a fucking part of the podcast to move on to another part of the podcast, there's always a laugh from both people. Like when we were done talking about the criminality thing, I'm like, all right, the Super Bowl. You both did a. <laughs> the transition like, was funny. We go, well, because there's no, we'll never not transition. You understand that? I know. I'm just saying. We would do tra- seven hours on whatever topic. You <laughs> can never get off a topic. Have yes, ever, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Never once have you in the history of this podcast. I always have to change it, and then you laugh when I do, and where I'm like, how much further are we going to go? How much further are we going to go? That's my point. Okay, first off. Let's go. I'm not really mad. I can give a fuck about Eliminate One. I just try to throw something out. No, it's great. I just I wanted to end on something because this episode has been the least. Because you have a good you have a good take on this. What's your thought? What's your what's your take on the whole Kelsey? Oh my god. I'm listening. I'm not leaving. I'm listening. I'm standing up though. My back hurts. Okay. And this fucking <laughs> the last three weeks, my back has hurted because of like the way this setup is. I don't know. It's fucking Why? annoying it's, me. It's the same setup we always have. What's, What's my take on? on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Now we're like doing a topical podcast, which we've never done before. Can't wait until we start getting the habit of being way ahead of the episodes when they come out. Because uh-huh. I get talking topics because we can because it's fresh. Where. Listeners, we've never done topical shit before because usually the episode you would hear for that week was recorded three, four weeks earlier, you know? Uh-huh. So that's why we never did it before. Um, I love Taylor Swift. I, I don't like love her, but I saw her in concert in 2011. It was a great show. You saw her in concert? Yeah, in 2011. It was awesome. It was the Speak Now tour. And uh, what's your favorite Swifty song? Mm, I like that. Um, Antihero? What's the answer? What's the, what you said? Antihero. I don't know how that song goes. I like the song. It's like, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Oh, yeah. That's a good tune. Yeah. There's um, some bangers out there, too. She's got a lot of fucking bangers. Dude, the whole 1989 album is just mm-hmm. hit after hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Kelsey's the greatest tight end of all time. So he's the goat there. Good for him. What's your thoughts on that? Like, people now are finally, like, talking about him more than, than they did before. I don't know. I feel like he's always been really popular. He's on a reality TV show called Dating Chelsea or yeah. Catching Travis or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it was called. Um but he's the fact that he's more popular now. Well, uh, when you start banging the most successful female artist of all time, the biggest superstar musician on the planet, yeah, you're going to get talked about more. Right. I think what kills me the most about all the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey shit is just everyone's incredibly dumb reaction to it. Right. I think people That's are just insanely to stupid. With like, right. why are they doing this? Why is the NFL showing her all the time? First of all, they're not showing her all the time. Also, she's a fucking massive star. She's a one-woman economy. Right. When she shows up at someone's town, that town becomes richer just by her fucking presence. Mm-hmm. That's how big a deal she is right now. So, and he's the greatest tight end right now. And it's funny, all the people who hate it now are these people who are all like, you hate the the megastar superstar singer with the fucking football player? I thought that was like the most American shit in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the cheerleader dating the football player. Yeah. That's, th- that's why I think too, where it's just like, it's just like, like you're pissed that the football player has a hot girlfriend. Like what the, what I, is I going on here? That. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Unless they think like he should be with someone hotter or like they don't, because like, maybe that she should be with somebody hotter. Maybe. Yeah. You can make that argument. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of like a normal American looking dude. He's I think a big he's a guy. He, he's, Big guy, he seems cool as shit. Yeah, him and his brother so fucking have a great podcast together. Do they? They argue a lot like us. Oh, nice. No, they like each other. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking well, joking. guys, that's been our... <laughs> I'm joking, man. I'm sorry I got so mad. It's okay. I think it's because I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with your back here. No, but you guys have seen me fuck with this goddamn microphone the last three podcasts. Have I not? This isn't new. I've been doing this the last three episodes. Right, Cause Austin? Because you, you pull it out of, of, of I, But I don't know what happened. I didn't have a single mic problem for... 
25 episodes and now the last three episodes I'm constantly fucking with this thing and I just can't, you can't be hunched like this for fucking 45 minutes on a podcast. Uh-huh. It's just not fun. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for <laughs> listening to the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, <that was> so funny. <laughs> I, I've been Jonah Jerkins. This has been uh, Joe Kilgallen. Thanks for listening. Let's get dumb. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, uh, tell your friends if you had a good time. Uh, Joe has a new special out. Uh, uh, it's not called Good Grief anymore. It, it, what's your special, Joe? It's not called Live and Death. Life and Death. Check it out on YouTube. There's a 30 minute edit. And no one's listening anymore. <laughs> we'll see you next time.